afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Quorum and Ken Shreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Thursday, November 9th, where we did see some selling, but after an eight-day win streak for the NASDAQ, it's the pause or pullback that we were all kind of expecting, Ken. Yeah, I mean, both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 up uh, multiple days in a row. So market was, you know, starting to probably look a little overbought. But uh, so we finally got the uh, decline. Now, it did come in higher volume. And it looks like we're going to get a, a distribution day for a higher volume decline for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. Uh, we'll see what volume looks like uh, in a little bit. But um, yeah, not such a great day. But uh, I have to say, like we talked about on IBD Live this morning, still a lot of good setups out there. So let's take a look at uh, retail stock TJX companies. Uh, TJX is the symbol there. Also Palantir Technologies, a software company. And finally, in the home building uh, group, Pulte Group, PHM. Okay. We'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down nine-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 down eight-tenths of a percent. The Dow off by almost seven-tenths of a percent. And it was another day of selling in small cap land with the Russell 2000 down by 1.6% today. We have uh, bond yields to thank for that perhaps today, Ken, for the yeah. uh, decline in equities here? Yeah, it was really kind of a, a double a double whammy on uh, bond yields. Remember, it was either last week or maybe the week before uh, I was out on vacation, but there was a 30-year bond auction not that long mm -hmm. ago that was met with very weak demand. And then today, there was another 30-year bond auction where, um, you know, people were wanted higher higher yields and uh, that fueled uh, the selling in the bond market and caused a big spike in interest rates. So right when we were getting comfortable with uh, rates uh, rates coming down and the market uh, rallying, we had, I think the last, at last check, that 10-year yield was up about uh, 12 Let's or 13 look. basis points today. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, testing support right at the 50-day the moving average here. So uh, yeah, the market uh, showed today that it is, is still concerned about uh, higher rates. So you had this weak demand for uh, from the 30-year bond auction. And then you had a little speech from Jerome Powell, which uh, not really sure he said anything new, but he did he did insinuate that he wasn't really sure that the Fed has uh, fully done its job yet when it comes to fighting inflation. So people took that to mean, well, maybe they're they're still going to hike rates. And he's he's basically said that they're data dependent at this point. Uh, it's possible there'll be another uh, rate hike. The market doesn't seem to think that's the, the case. But um, yeah, so it was sort of a, a double whammy today for, for the market. But uh, yeah, it was, it was in need of a pullback. We still have indexes holding above uh, support levels here. So I think it's too early to, to, to throw in the towel yet. Yeah. Okay. Let's w take one more look at the NASDAQ because also in terms of this pullback, if we do see the NASDAQ come in more, it seems like can We'd want it to hold above the 50-day line. Is that too tall of an order here? Uh, it might be. I mentioned on IBD Live uh, this morning that ideally we just get a little low volume pullback uh, to, to the 50-day here. We got, you know, you can see volume uh, today definitely is going to be uh, higher. So, you know, one one distribution day is not going to kill uh, a rally. But uh, if there is a test of, uh, of the 50-day uh, moving average here, uh, hopefully the, the NASDAQ will find support. But, uh, you know, the bond market's going to do what the bond market's going to do. And if uh, people continue to, to, to sell bonds like they did today, and that causes upward pressure on rates, uh, that is probably going to keep the market uh, honest. You can see a couple of support levels below the 50-day line for the NASDAQ. But uh, let's see and, and wait what a 
wait and see what a possible test of the 50-day line uh, looks like. Uh, you know, it's possible uh, the market has been acting strong enough that it could end up uh, being a support level here. Okay. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500. It's right at its 50-day line. Yeah, so, very close. Yeah. Very close to uh, to a test here. So I think uh, tomorrow, Friday, uh, you know, tends to be a low volume, uh, tends to be a low volume day. I know it's not time for options to expire yet. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. But uh, you can see the S&P 500 much closer to the 50 day line than the NASDAQ at this point. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the Dow blue chips here coming right at those converging moving averages, the 50 day and the 200 day, a couple of tight days right around 34,000 and poking back below that level. So the other thing, Ken, which I feel like you mentioned, but maybe just worth reiterating is the fact that now that we've seen leading stocks running over the past however many days, this could be constructive to see a pullback result in the formation of handles and new setups for stocks that have been running. Uh, no question about it. And like I said, I think investors should really be squarely focused on uh, on on still the number of uh, nice uh, nice technical setups out there that are are there in individual uh, stocks. So um, yeah, I think that uh, there are still still reasons to be optimistic here that we can get a nice little year end rally. It may or may not uh, pan out, but underneath the surface, even though we've been you know complaining about weak breath, and it was about three to one, close to three to one negative today on both. Uh, exchanges uh well you can see that end up just the violent selling in the in the russell 2000 uh, some market pundits are really concerned about this and say it doesn't bode well for continued strength in the market they may be right but uh certainly the weakness in small caps has been uh, a sight to behold mm -hmm. yeah i mean a big week last week up uh an outsized 7.6 percent but an outsized down week this week taking shape giving back uh yeah. more than half it of that and getting market. turned away right at the uh, right at that uh, down down sloping ten day moving average, so right. it then tends to be uh, a resist a resistance level during downtrends, and we're seeing that play out with the Russell. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I wouldn't want to be shorting the Nasdaq here. It seems like if you were going to short something, maybe yesterday, seeing the Russell really start getting rejected at the ten week could have been an opportunity. But what are your thoughts on this? potentially being the early stages of the next leg higher in the early days of a bull market, or we're just going to keep getting chopped around. We've been, you know, up and down in a channel basically since July, at least for the NASDAQ, is this just going to be a continuation of, of the chop? Wouldn't be surprised to see some volatility. We we definitely saw it uh, saw it today. That's sort of how the market's been uh, been been working lately. But uh, listen, it's a, it's a market that is still uh, you know really being dictated by uh, interest rates. We had this bullish you know win streak uh, starting with the major stock indexes when that ten year. Treasury yield was uh, was precipitously uh, falling. So um, you know, but again, I think when you uh, when you look below the the surface, uh, there are. At, at least right now, there are very few uh, broken charts out there. In fact, there the, the today's session served up so many technical breakouts; it was kind of hard to keep track of them all. So many on uh, on earnings, but um, yeah, with this ten-year yield, uh, this, this is the just kind of holding holding support here, and we'll we'll see uh, after that big drop last week. So we'll we'll see where rates go. The uh, the Fed, you know, again. 
uh, Jay, Jay Powell is, uh, uh, they're, they're data dependent and uh, we have CPI data uh, next week. And uh, I don't think that the Fed certainly is in no rush to raise rates again, but uh, they're just going to see what, what incoming data looks like. And they want to get that inflation back down to 2%. Sounds like a plan. Well, let's take a look at some stocks underneath the surface today. Let's start with TJX. A couple of quiet days and now trying to use that 90 area as a launching pad. Earnings in six days. So this one's still very much in setup mode, it seems, Ken, with a gain of seven tenths of a percent today. But uh, constructive action, no doubt here. Yeah, when they reported earnings uh, at the uh, or for their July ended uh, quarter, you can see growth uh, accelerated from the uh, from the prior quarter. You had 23% uh, bottom line growth, 8% top line growth. So it's not really showing the growth that we typically like uh, like to see. But here again, the TJX is a company with a market cap north of uh, 100 billion. So I would say fundamentals are still uh, very much intact. In uh, three months ago, when they reported earnings, uh, you know this is a, a company that was uh, we're talking about how a lot of high higher end retailers have been offloading a lot of merchandise coming to TJX uh, uh, stores and uh, and that's been fueling nice uh, nice growth so wouldn't be surprised to see uh, you know strong numbers uh, next week again um, and this is a good technical setup. I mean, make no mistake. This is uh, this is a bullish uh, bullish chart. You had that recent move above the 50-day moving average. And then you have like four or five days in a row of uh, of pretty tight trading. And when the market was down pretty good today, uh, TJX was actually uh, up close to to one percent, and uh, volume was uh, was pretty good. So I like the setup here. Um, Ross Stores, a competitor, also reports uh, next week and is in, in a, a very similar uh, setup as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of retail earnings. Yeah, Walmart, uh, Walmart, Home Depot, a couple, couple of other high-profile uh, names. So, yeah, quiet week. We'll be watching. But, yeah, quiet week, but still some noteworthy reports to keep an eye on. Yeah, well, Palantir already has hit its earnings out of the way, and a really nice reaction to that with a strong gap up in volume, reaction of twenty percent when the earnings came out, but it looks like it's been quieting down at least relative to the wild action that this one typically displays, Ken. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at the price action since uh, last week's earnings report. Uh, this is a software company, uh, mostly uh, known for their uh, intelligence uh, work with the with the with the government, and uh, just really been holding gains after after this uh, gap up. So to me, it looks like uh, you know the, the the decline has been in very light volume. You saw heavy volume roll into the stock when it reported earnings, and now it's just been kind of drifting lower. And light volume, so this is the type of price action that you want to see. Uh, to me, you know, it, it does uh, set the stage for potentially higher prices. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna need uh, the, the the confirmed uptrend to to keep going here. So um, we'll we'll hold out hope that this uh, tradable rally into the end of the year will stay intact, and that could help uh, Palantir. But uh, again, fundamental fundamentals are in uh, in check here, and uh, technical picture looks pretty good too. Totally agree. And we'll cap things off with a look at PHM Pulte Group. Man, home builders really were the beneficiaries last week when we started seeing those treasury yields come off. And so the fact that today's decline was less than 1% 
and in light volume, Ken, in the face of rising yields. That seems pretty interesting here. Yeah, I think the group is uh, definitely worth uh, worth paying attention to. The the issue here is, you know, when you look at the annual estimates for for Pulte Group, it's really nothing to nothing to write home about. Even the growth in in recent quarters, you know, it it has been slowing. So the home building group is so is so cyclical. Uh, these mm-hmm. stocks will, you know, start start to rally when when you know fundamentals may look like they're they're worsening. So I think if Pulte Group uh, after that bullish uh, accumulation week uh, last week, if it can form a handle here, home builders uh, could could have more left here. It would be a very counterintuitive move, you know, with all the all the concerns about the economy and a and a slowdown. But um, you know, you want to pay attention to the technicals of of the home builders here because this is another mm-hmm. you know setup that that's worth uh, watching. Similar to Palantir, if you go back to the daily chart, it is uh, you know uh, you know. Good, good volume on the way up, uh, heavy volume showing signs of accumulation. And then the recent decline has just been drifting lower, holding above support levels. So this also looks like a pretty good uh, handle uh, forming here. So lots of good setups out there. And, uh, you know, November and December seasonally pretty, pretty good months uh, for the market. Uh, volume tends to, you know, dry up uh, a little bit. Uh, more or less, but uh, we did see heavy volume today. So, uh, you know, kind of a rough day of selling uh, today in the in the broad market. But um, after eight, nine up days in a row, uh, it was bound to bound to come in. So uh, bottom line, still seeing a lot of good setups out there and, uh, you know, not not ready to give up on this rally just yet. Right. And I do agree that it is interesting about these home builders. It seems like they're really going to need to thread the needle. And if we continue to see interest rates at elevated levels until it starts to feel to consumers like the new normal, it seems like existing home sales, that is really what is going to suffer because sellers aren't going to want to trade up their, you know, their mortgages for, for a higher monthly payment. So for folks who are looking for a new home, maybe a new build, is going to be the the easier way for them. Uh, and we do have a constraint on the supply side. So we'll have mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all exactly right. But uh, and 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 very much, uh, very much true. Home builders. Uh, you know, a lot of people are holding on to their homes. They're remodeling uh, with with interest rates. You know, they came down. They're still kind of an uncertain rate environment. But again, sometimes the the home builders' moves can be uh, counterintuitive. We just want to recognize uh, improving uh, technicals when we uh, when we see them. And uh, I think Pulte's uh, should. One of the one of the better home builders uh, out there. It's a big group, uh, but definitely um, fairly consistent track record rec- track record of uh, bottom line and top line growth in recent quarters and uh, a good technical setup as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, thank you for that, Ken, and thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and hope you join us. Investors.com/slash IBD Live for all those details. We're going to be joined by Dan Fitzpatrick of StockMarketMentor.com. So we will see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.